It's the AA show. It's anabolic. You stop here for January 26, 2022. How's it going? Happy birthday, Wayne Gretzky, the great one whose record's probably gonna get broken by the Obi very soon, maybe in a year or two or less. Who the hell knows? I don't know if Obi's on the anabolic steroids like the rest of the baseball, y'all. But, anyways, how y'all doing? How's it going? Well, I was outside for two days. For the first time in like two weeks, or like two days in a row for the first time ever. Like, I've I, I become a full-time, like, indoor liver, basically. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I like, it, it, it's just like, I, I it's like 2020 all over again. Like, I lock myself down. I, I'm work from home already. I can just Instacart. I got plenty of frozen meat from ButcherBox I haven't eaten the last quarter. So I can just, like... You know, basically have a Joe Rogan freezer, you know, without being a deer or actually hunted or some shit. You know, I got it. I got this shit figured out. All I need is some of the perishable items like the milk or bananas, fruits, other veggies. I don't eat that many veggies either these days, you know, since I become a fatty at this point, you know, letting myself go. <laughs> But it was nice being outside for two days in a row after snow and cold and all that, you know, because at one point I like missed driving, just running errands. I got sick of going driving through the same routes, I'll be honest. So I was like, I need a fucking break, man. But, you know, I do have a bit of a cabin fever. And especially that I'm not drinking and smoking anymore. Yes, the sobriety is still going as a solid reminder. You know, I'm. I think I'm past 670 days by the time of this recording. And then uh, two years is in less than two months. Jesus Christ. Um, And then, you know, the thing is that, like, I think usually when I get bored, I will have a sip of a drink and then it gets out of hand. And then, like, you know, you kill time that way. You know, but this time, this is the soberest, clear block of mind, like, I'm not drinking, ever, you know, so this is a quite interesting experience, and I'm, I'm going like, you know what, this is a self-experiment right here, this is how I survive, am I already having a midlife crisis, where do I go from here, I have no absolute desire for any NFT or crypto, you know, an extra set of money would be nice, but I'm not like clamoring for it, I don't want to be on a rat race, you know what I mean, I don't want to f- like fire tomorrow financially independent retire early what am i gonna do retiring early i'm just gonna have like quadruple the times the free time that i got this is why i only take a two-week vacation or two and a half weeks at most i don't if it starts reaching 20 days folks like i start losing my shit like i gotta do something i gotta do something this is why any kind of retirement or long sabbatical is not a good idea for me i gotta do some shit and then uh, I got I, I got sick of like complaining. Also, it gets to a point where I'm not even complaining. <laughs> Previously, it would be a point of anxiousness, you know, whether it's money, you know, making the car payment or some sh- shit. Thankfully, I have had no student mortgage. You know, thank the parents, thank the folks in that matter. But I just go like, what what else am I gonna do? I I. I need a side project. I can't go to a pottery class. The fucking, you know, studios are still closed, I think, you know. So 
And then it, you play a rec league again like I did two years ago. I've been thinking about that, actually. It's like, maybe I should start playing ball hockey, you know, in the summer, whenever the spring-summer league pops up. But I don't trust these Michiganders over here, you know, which one is vaccinated, not vaccinated. I'm certainly not going to play with mask on. Dude, I tried that, like, masking and exercising. It's awful, you know. It's unnatural. I sound like a fucking Trumper. But I'm not. But, you know, that's what it is. So there is that. And then the uh, main thing I wanted to talk about is a bunch of more athletes and more sports talk. I know you're probably sick of this shit already. But I'm not going to talk about the NFL today. Because, my God, we've seen enough drama. And then I recover some money <laughs> from two weeks ago or so where I just had an awful, awful time. You know, when it comes to the losses where I just completely got shafted by uh, Alabama-Georgia game. And then, uh, but, you know, I've been, again, I've been, like, bored, not concentrated, and then, like, not studying. It's like that movie, Two for the Money, with Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey. You know how Matthew McConaughey in that movie, you know, it's a, it's about a movie about the sports gambling and the game picking over here. And then a handicap. And then Matthew McConaughey, after riding hot hands for a few weeks, he just like he doesn't even try. He just picks games looking at the paper. And then Al Pacino, the veteran handicapper, is like, look, you you slipping, bro. Like you need to study. You need to do your you need to do your due diligence before you make the fucking bets. He didn't. And then he started losing money, you know, halfway through the fucking season. And then he got pissed on, literally, in that, you know. You know, from one of the gamblers who didn't like the Matthew McConaughey's characters on a game p- handicapping there. So he lost a lot of money. So he got mad and then just pissed on him or some shit like that. And I'm like, I, I absolutely gamble like halfway through that movie. And then, you know, this time I took a little bit of a more judicious approach, you know, play within the means. Again, play responsibly. Don't get addicted. I didn't madly go deposit more money. Don't do any of that shit, you know. So anyways, and then I recover the money nicely. What if the fuck I lost in FanDuel $50 or so? Why am I doing a fucking South Park accent? <laughs> you know, I, I'm basically like up from that. But how long did it take for me to recover that money? I'm just saying. You know, I hate FanDuel. I never had a good experience there. It's a bad jibbles. You know, I, I don't go to that casino. I don't go to the Motor City Casino. I'm going to stick to the DraftKings. You know, oh, and then the market's tanking. Fantastic. Uh, as we are so close to the war, you know, that's impending at the moment, whether it's Ukraine, whether it's a South China Sea by the Taiwan, you see the stars are aligning at the moment, you know, as Russia and China are just stirring shit up against the West, the idea of democracy and then the freedom that we have in the westernized countries. But then these autocrats are obviously asking, do you really think that's your true freedom or do you want true control? You want somebody to do the damn job for you, which is the, you know, they call it a communism. It's not a fucking communism. That's just a fucking marketing gimmick at this point, you know? And then you got an autocrat who's going to be stay in power and say, I'm the right guy. I'm the cult of personality right here. Father Vladimir or fucking Papa Xi, you know? Some shit like that. And then they're going to rule till they die for another two years, 20 years or so, you know. And then people go, I told you so. And then, you know, and then shrug and move on. And then all the progressives and liberals over here, or even the patriots of the Trumpers are like, like, they got no fucking freedom over in China and shit, you know. Not realizing that China advanced so much as a fucking country the last 40 years or so. 
realizing that like coming over to study in you know U.S. and stuff is, is overly overrated. You know, they probably like the freer internet and getting Instagram access more than in China. You know, but like, can can you not get the same Mercedes? Can you not get the same Louis Vuitton bag you can do in China? You know that you don't have to come to America to fucking get it anymore. You know what I mean? You know, corporates, you know, bent over for that shit. So Chinese people, the younger generation, they're like, it's not the America that people are lionizing and shit, which is true also. Take the fucking criticism, America, you know? It's not going to make the America great again, people. You know, some of the Chinese people saw the same shit through. Same for the Russian people, you know? Despite their fucking, you know, more old-minded misogyny, you know, homophobia, xenophobia, racism they got against more tan people, or even the, do they even give a shit about the Siberian Asians over there the to the east? They don't give a fuck, you know? But they don't care. I mean, they do care, you know, if you're in Moscow, you know, or St. Petersburg, it's like Paris and New York. It's the urban progressive people, you know? It's the same fucking problem in every single country that you have in, like, you know, America and stuff. Paris, France, same shit. You know, Toronto, drive an hour north where the farmlands are, you know? You start hearing make Canada great again shit, anti-vaxxer shit, you know? London, the same thing. It's all the London people. What Does this sound familiar to you? Look at Australia. Get out of Sydney, Melbourne. You know, go to the fucking Perth or some shit, or between Perth and fucking Brisbane. See what the fuck you get. You get the fucking, oi, mate. All these Chinese are coming in, eh? You know, all these motherfuckers, you know, hanging out with the fucking snakes and scorpions. It's fucking same. Go to Korea. Same shit. You know, much smaller country. But then you know where the progressive urbanized people are and look in between. You know, we don't even have a tattoo artist in Korea. Jesus Christ. So Japan, same shit. All the Japan as a whole country is a little more conservative. So you get the idea. Like. It's not some marks from a hundred years ago or all that. Everybody's a little bit in between. Everybody has the same fucking problem. Everybody has the same, you know, the, the, the fucking income inequality, in, inequity, regardless of the political system that people are in at the moment. And then the market's fucking crashing. And then I just go, well, somebody had the money to sell and then somebody had the money to buy. And then you're just like, you, it's like same and no different from gambling. I take the cash out at the moment before this game ends. I'll take my gains and say thank you very much and walk away. But you know, rich people made money off of it. And then <laughs> people like me and so all of you, you know, most of you, you know, majority of you, you're like, ah, fuck, man, we're caught in the middle over here. Or even worse. And then people get desperate. Inequality is a true problem. Regardless of the fucking political system that you're in at the moment. And that is the greatest contribution to the disturbance, global warming, climate change, yada, 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 all the stress in the fucking world. And people know it. No one wants to solve it. Or they want to solve it, but they don't want to do it at their expense. No one wants to make a true sacrifice. And no one wants to run a true government Regardless the system you're fucking in, other than the fucking batshit ones who can't get a real fucking job. So, that's for fucking disheartening. And to be honest, the only country that can kind of symbolize sort of the hope and the model 
is really the United States. What the fuck is Canada going to do? What the fuck is Australia going to do? What the fuck is, you know, Jacinda in New Zealand going to represent with that, like, minimal economic impact in the whole fucking world? What the fuck is UK going to do? Especially if they went, you know, double retard. Excuse my R language over here. With the Brexit and Boris you got. All the Boris made the brilliant political move possible, you know. Um, you know, so I just go like, this is a problem. This is a problem in every country. And then we're seeing the dents of it in the American market right now. But I don't think this is a bad thing. I don't think, you know, everything is priced in. And I truly think this, you know, we're if, 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 I certainly hope not. And then I'm not cheering for it. But if we ever have this roaring 20s crash, which, oh my God, people are panicking right now. You know, and then we get into an international conflict. Autocrats basically trying to hold on to the power, which a lot of the U.S. security intelligence talked about. You know, I think a lot of them will just, you know, shift the blame, you know, looking like a strong man, whether it's over in Ukraine asserting their dominance and say, I don't bend over to EU and NATO and then start having these Ukrainian people, you know, even Belarus people having thoughts that they could just elect their leader out. Or over in Taiwan or Hong Kong, they go, I don't like this fucking vibe over here. You know, that is truly dangerous. And then uh, I know America just pulled a troop out in Afghanistan. Jesus, this con- this episode completely went sideways, you know. But who gives a shit? Uh, who gives shit about baseball when the fucking market is crashing? And then you got probably missiles heading left and right, you know, hackers hacking and shit. You know, I'll stick to that topic then. You know, so basically, I'm just, what I'm saying is, I really thought whatever comes out of the the pandemic, then we reach the endemic of the end, emotionally, scientifically, I think there, when the dust settles, a, a lot of the conflict and the controversy will surround this, whether it's a domestic with inequality, financially especially, populism, which seems to be waning in some aspects, but... It hasn't really defeated the extremism, whether left or right. Pro- progressive also trying to progress somewhere in every country in the world, but it's clearly not working, not just in America. Forget Joe Manchin, Kirsten Cinema shit. Look what's happening in Canada. Look what the fuck happened with Jeremy Corbyn in UK. It's the same everywhere. And then Germany, you know, you had that too. You got Green Party. Hey, how much has that gone for you? New Zealand elected the female prime minister, you know, Jacinda. She's done a great job, but she got elected as a progressive hope, and then people weren't happy she wasn't progressive enough. But then again, I'm like, dude, like, even over there, you see what the game is. It's like, you need to come to a sort of common sense here, you know? You know, so anyways, but a lot of those factors which really falls into inequality inequity and also you know autocrats trying to hold on to the fucking power and i think this virus is gonna be the fucking topic you know and then it'd be like hey china like you're gonna tell us how it really came out of your lap we'll never get that answer you know and then i think this is gonna be a source source of fucking conflict not maybe not immediately but in the next decade or so i mean it's 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 stupid shit that starts a damn war. And then nobody wants a war. But I think people, 
if I mean, because there's no real point taking over countries 100 years later. For example, Russia wants to just exert its influence. Crimea is a whole nother story as an annexed territory. But do you really want to take over Ukraine and then be, have disgruntled people left and right and then manage that extra area? Does China really go into Taiwan, you know, maybe take NVIDIA graphic cards or some shit? But other than that, do you really want to sour on the rest of the world and be like, fuck this, fuck your graphics card and shit, you know? Do they really want that trouble? Do they really want to disturb that? Nobody does. So, I, on the one hand, I don't think none of these conflicts will actually occur, you know? But if it does, I, I am kind of going like, I don't think it's going to happen until after the Olympics. Like... It's, it's a terrible timing right now. The Olympics is in about, what, next week? Starting on the 4th or 7th until the 20th or something? Then you got the Paralympics, but goddamn, like, you know, who thinks about that at this point? So I'm really thinking we're going to have this, like, tension period for the next month or so, Olympic ends, and you go, all right, dust settled. Let's see if you want to creep over the fucking line with a tank or not, or, you know, do all that shit. Because I really don't think it's a good idea to do that during the Olympics. And then like, you know what? We're just going to hold everybody hostage here. <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> you, don't leave, you don't leave our country. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and then China insists that fucking Olympic is not getting delayed or some shit. So they got to power through. So do you really want to disturb that image and then shoot yourself in the fucking foot? While the Olympics is fucking happening and then the Homicron is like fucking taking over, you know, you're not going to do that. So I really think we're going to have a bit of a stalemate over the next month. And you know what? If you're worried about the fucking market, hey, you know, whoever could cash out, cash out. And then whatever you want to cash out, I would cash out right now and hold the fucking cash and dip in later. But I don't think because we, you know, leveled up so much. You know, since the the lowest point in April 2020, and then we're, even though we are in the 10% correction territory, dude, it's basically where we were a year ago, I would say, you know, so I just go like, it's still pretty gained, you know, at a moment. So anyways, I pre-pandemic level, basically, so I'm going to leave it there. So please do not panic, but please do not dismiss the shit that's going on around the world. And I didn't even get to talk about the fucking anabolic steroid users, the AA for the week. But, you know, that's my take on the world. You know, I, I felt like I wanted I wanted to put a calming voice here while keeping be aware of this shit that's coming. Um, if anything happens over the next four weeks, you know, an actual armed conflict, you know, in front, you know, ahead of the Olympics or some shit, uh... Or during the Olympics, I would be very shocked, and I don't think that would do the publicity for either Russia or China any fucking good at that moment. It would not look good, um, in my opinion. You know, I know nobody gives shit about this Olympics. I know nobody gives shit about the Winter Olympics, especially in South Southern Hemisphere or something. Where I just go like, look, just just look at the fucking image, especially if you're sending your athletes, you know, over to the country that might start the conflict. Or you're hanging out with the country members, the athletes, where you're getting into conflicts with. 
why would you want to deal with that internet fucking meme drama? That ain't gonna fucking happen. So you got about a month, but you get a bunch of algorithms and panic crypto bros going left and right. So be aware of that. I think it's gonna be a turbulent four weeks in the market. So uh, I'm gonna see what the hell I can move. But none of the money in there is any liquid that I can immediately pull out. So I'm just like, what's the point? There's a part of me that thinks that I could come back to this 20, 30 years from now and be like, did that really matter? You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, so there's that. So anyways, thanks for listening to my jibber jabber. Getting back to my regular energy level here, folks. Good vibes only. GBO, GBO. Um, anyways, thanks for listening. Email me at a-oil-outlook.com, a-oil-outlook.com. I, I don't even check the inboxes anymore. I don't even know if I remember my password account. But uh, have a great rest of the week. And then uh, happy birthday, Wayne Gretzky. And then uh, the great one. And then uh, we'll see you in February. Holy shit, we're already one month through the 2022. But uh, anyway, see you next week. Peace out.